today. Are you ready for the highest and fastest poster in the world? Are you ready for... Thrill? Island dares you to come face to face with the beast. The beast. 7,000 We are currently All right, welcome back to the second episode Once again, of the Single Rider Line podcast. I am your host, Lunaris. Good to have you back. Or maybe if you're a first-time listener, as I move my face away from the camera. Um, yeah, good Good to have you back. It's been a, It hasn't been super long, but, uh, you know, two weeks in a row. I'll take it. We haven't... Uh, we, we've only done one episode, so... You know, it's uh, we're getting we're getting onto a consistent schedule. So this should be out Friday by the time you're hearing this. So hopefully you guys have had a great week. Um, if it hasn't been great, then hopefully this weekend will make up for it. Or maybe you just haven't worked at all this week. Maybe you're still in school. In that case, um, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> Not going to lie. All right. We got some more news. We've got some stories. We, we got some stuff to cover. So uh, before before we get to the news, I do want to talk about uh, my trip up and down the East Coast earlier this year with my friend Dallin. Wonderful guy. Good good person. Glad I met him. Well, actually, this this leads me into another story. Let, let me let me talk about this. Um, I'm not going to use the actual ride name because I don't want to uh, share any information about him because I have not gotten approval from him to. Uh, to, to share that so maybe maybe we'll have him on at some point maybe we'll see um so i'm at oh wait i have to make this uh gosh what all right here we go yeah i'll uh yeah we'll do i'm trying to think of like a different park and park name to use all right we'll say king's island so i'm at king's island i'm waiting in line for uh for Mystic Timbers, and it goes down. I was like, all right, wonderful. They come over the intercom, and they're like, yeah, this is going to be a pretty long delay. It's going to be it's gonna be quite a while. We advise you just go ride something else. It might be down the rest of the night. It's like 8 o'clock on a Saturday, and I was really just really had my heart set on a Mystic Timbers ride. So I figured, you know what? I know they said it's going to be a long delay, but I'm going to wait it out anyways. Um, so I'm waiting there. I'm waiting there. I'm talking to people in line. And for context, this is probably this is what two. This was last summer. Yeah, this was last summer whenever this happened. So summer of 2022. <sighs> Sitting there chat with people in line. 
some of the people you get to talk to at amusement parks are really interesting. Um, obviously, you don't want to be like super roller coaster nerdy around them. Just, you know, just not to be rude and to, you know, you don't want to be that guy. If OK, if you're one of those people that's that like throw that just throws facts and everybody's faces about different roller coasters and you're super snobby about it, please stop. Nobody, nobody likes that at all whatsoever. It's, it's not, it's not nice. It doesn't, it's just you don't do it, please. All right. Just wanted to, uh, just wanted to elaborate that. All right. Um, but yeah, they were some really interesting people was getting to hear uh, some of their stories and that sort of thing about traveling to the park and, uh, they drove, I think they drove five hours to get to, uh, to get to King's Island from what I remember properly. And they only get to go like once a year. So, you know, major props, major props to them for making the drive out there. So anyways, um, I get to talk in some of the employees, um, at the time I was also working at King's Island, um, sky flyer to be specific. Love that ride. Love the, uh, Love the crew there, and um, so you you know when, whenever you're an whenever you're a ride operator, uh, just at any Six Flags Park, Cedar Fair Park, you kind of like bond with every other ride operator, <laughs> even if you're not necessarily by bond. I don't mean like form a personal connection with necessarily, but like say you're say you're you know not working and you're off at a. So, for example, I'll I'll just say I'm off at at Dollywood, and there's some guest being a jerk, and you look over at the ride operator that has to deal with them. It's like, yeah, I get it. I know how that is. You can sympathize with them. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, and uh, we get to talking. He's talking about uh, how long he's worked there and what he's doing there. And uh, again, I won't get into his personal life because uh, that's not my area to talk, and he hasn't given me permission for that. Um, but yeah, we just started talking, becoming good friends. He gave me his, his, uh, his information so I could stay in contact with him. Um, he lives forever away though. So we don't get to, uh, see each other in person a whole lot. And, uh, we, we do text, we do text occasionally and, uh, you know, react to what we, uh, react to each other's posts and, and stuff online. Um, but yeah, at one point early this year, I think it was January or no, it was maybe it was December, December last year of uh, 22. I like briefly threw out the idea of like, hey, do you want to do a roller coaster trip? And he was like, yeah. So we waited for a little bit to start planning more in the future. Um, January, late January rolls around. We finally start talking things through and we're like, all right. Time to plan a trip. So we're on a Discord call. I remember this Discord call very, uh, very fondly. I had just gotten off work because I had gotten off work late that night. I gotten off at like seven. So I got dinner and I'm eating my Chipotle about 45 minutes away from home <laughs> on a Discord call <laughs> with them just planning this trip. And, uh, that that was that was a good time. It's just it's just something that sticks in my head. The circumstances were extremely unique for uh, for for planning a trip. Um, 
just to, like get the main ideas and stuff on the table. We were talking about parks to go to and that sort of thing. Um, Airy Force One had not opened up yet at that point, and it didn't have an announcement date. So we were kind of banking on uh, Airy Force One opening by the time we decided to go to Fun Spot Atlanta, which was the first stop on our trip. Uh, my nose is really itchy all of a sudden. I have no idea why. It's like, I don't know. That's annoying. So we get our trip planned out, or our uh, like our destinations planned out. So we're thinking Fun Spot Atlanta first. And then we're thinking we go to Carowinds. And then we're thinking we go to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, and Kings Dominion. Um, so it's a four-day trip, basically. Um, you know, we would wake up really early and then drive to Atlanta, which is about eight hours from where I'm at in Ohio. I'll just say Western Ohio. I don't know if that came through at all. Probably not, but there's this truck that just drove by and it shook my entire apartment. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we kind of got things planned out. We eventually got onto a second discord call. Um, once we started getting closer, planning Airbnbs, staying gas, food, all that. Um, we decided to plan our trip for early April and like try and hit our the uh, spring break crowd because that's when we figured a lot of parks would be open. And we were banking on Area Force One opening. Um, we still didn't have an announcement date by that point because they announced its opening day like two weeks before uh, the actual uh, before the actual trip. And uh, we had a plan way beforehand because planning a trip two weeks in advance is a uh, doable, but not exactly practical, especially between two people. So we get things figured out. First of April, we're leaving for Atlanta to uh, go hit Air Force One, and that'll be the first stop on our trip. Night before, Dallin is uh, driving over to my place so that he can just sleep here and then and then uh, we would just leave the next morning. As we're doing that, it's probably, gosh, two in the morning here. Um, I'll give a general idea of where I live. I'll just say Dayton because that's that's pretty dang close. So I live in Dayton and I wake up to this blaring sound on my phone and I look over at it. I'm not even half awake. Tornado warning. It's like, uh, you have got to be kidding me. So I have to get up, run downstairs, head to the basements. And, you know, it's like I the odds of getting hit by a tornado are pretty dang low. But that was a very interesting way to start the trip because he was on his way here. Um, he wasn't in range of it whenever. Uh, whenever it was going on. But, you know, you got tornado warnings going off. You got the sirens going off. It's it's a little creepy. I'll say that, especially whenever it's that dark outside and you can't see anything. Um, so thankfully, nothing got destroyed. Nothing got hit. Um, as far as I'm aware, everybody um, affected by the storm is OK, which is good. And uh, everything blew over, went back to bed. Dallin showed up at like four something in the morning while I was still asleep. And that's uh, not the first day of the trip, but I thought it was interesting enough to where I would. Uh, I 
God, I am. I apologize. Um, yeah. All right. Saturday, April 1st, we wake up. It's probably six in the morning. I don't know how he was running on that little sleep, but we have to drive from Dayton, Ohio, all the way to Atlanta, Georgia. And this is an eight hour drive. So, which isn't bad, but it is still um, decent, to say the least. Not a bad drive, honestly. There was a few parts where I did get a little tired. I'll say that. Had to uh, stop, get some food, get something to drink, use the restroom, that sort of thing. Um, That was actually an incredibly enjoyable drive. Uh, Compared to some of the other drives that we had going forward on the trip, that was pretty dang good. Uh, Very, very pretty. Also, whenever you live in Ohio and you don't have leaves on the trees until late April, typically... um, and you get down, you get down south, and everything is green. That is the nicest thing ever, and it's so warm too. Like you're so desperate for warmth at that point. You know, it's seventy, it's seventy five there. You're wearing shorts and a t shirt, and it's like the second coming of Jesus Christ or something. <laughs> I'm not religious, but <laughs> that's probably what it's like. Um, Airy Force One. Uh, I feel like. I don't feel like a whole lot has to be said about Air Force One. It's a kick-ass RMC. Still, my not. I wish it could have been longer, um, because if it was longer, I feel like it would have been better than Steel Vengeance. But the length of Steel Vengeance still just uh, is is too much for me to not keep it at my number one. Um, but yeah, every element on Air Force One hits. Um, that Raven Trust dive, it's unique enough from a dive loop to where I enjoy it. Um, I know some people just thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty pretty dang good. Uh, the stall, I mean, you can't go wrong with the stall. Outer bank, you were, that outer bank, you get a solid, I, I did a, I was like kind of counting in my head whenever we were going through it on like our fourth or fifth ride. You are held out of your seat, like pressed up against your lap bar, for a solid two and a half seconds. It is genuinely insane the amount of airtime you get on that ride. Um, you go into the double up and then you hit your first inversion over the arcade. I'm a sucker for zero G rolls and anything that gives me um, just that weightlessness feeling. I like ejected airtime, but weightlessness is just too good. Um, you go into that zero G roll, hit that hit that bank turn, go into that uh, little cutout. I think is what you want to call it. That cutout is probably the most underrated element on that entire ride. If you are sitting on the uh, right side of the train, whenever you go through that cutout, you get launched out of your seat. It is the difference between the left side and the right side when it comes to that element is an extreme difference, and I don't understand why that hasn't been done more because I love it. Um, I do wish that there was a second cutout so that the other side of the train could get some of that airtime as well, but that's okay. Um, go through the other bank turn into the zero G roll. Love it. Um, turn back towards the station and then you hit that just long stretch of ejector hill after ejector hill after ejector hill. I don't know. I'm just not not a huge fan of it. I again, I like ejector, but after your second ride, 
on Air Force, like back to back, your thighs just hurt, dude. You, you, you're you're so not looking forward to that section after you start binge riding that thing. Um, I probably would have had bruises had I kept riding more because we capped out at 15 rides. So uh, I'm not going to do that for every coaster. I'm not going to do this in depth of coverage for every coaster. But I just want to mention Area Force One specifically, just because that is the main attraction of Fun Spot Atlanta. Um, I mean, again, you got the ENF Miler Hurricane. And uh, their kitty coaster, which I forget what it's called. But definitely worth your time if you can get out there. It, it, it's definitely worth the trip just for Airy Force alone, honestly. Hit over Georgia while you're there. You're like an hour away from it, which we didn't do, which I didn't think of for some reason whenever we were planning this thing. And neither did Dallin. So that's all right, though. We'll get back there. We'll get back there. We slept in this uh, couple's apartment because they had a room on Airbnb. Got to sleep on the floor. That was wonderful. That was by choice. Um, <laughs> it was an extremely, uh, it was an extremely cute room. It was labeled as the cutest room in all of Atlanta, and they weren't wrong. The walls were like an off-white, and they had accent colors of like a pastel blue, pastel pink, and a pastel yellow. And there was BTS everywhere. It was very visually pleasing, I will say that. Slept there, got up at about the same time on the April 2nd, got our ass over to Carowinds. I had already been there earlier this year, um, back in January, just to, because uh, I was kind of, I was getting kind of depressed and I kind of needed a roller coaster trip to make me feel better. So I uh, just drove down to Carowinds in January, got to ride Fury and that sort of thing. Fury gives me a better appreciation for what Orion could have been. Because Orion, if you don't know, Orion uh, was initially supposed to go to California's Great America. And then California's Great America decided to, you know, stop existing here in the next, uh, I believe it's six years now. They have left to run that park. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, that was initially supposed to be their hyper coaster. And uh, they just kind of reused the plans and made some adjustments and worked it into King's Island. Fury is what Orion could have been. They could have kept it low to the ground. They could have made things far more different than Diamondback. Because I think I think Carowinds, Giga, and Hyper lineup is far superior than uh, King's Island's. Um, okay, let me preface that. I think Diamondback is better than Intimidator. But I think the difference between as far as like having a more uh, diverse ride lineup, I think Carowinds is better at it. Um, I mean, Intimidator is your airtime machine, obviously, uh, for the little airtime that you do get. And Fury is just relentless. It's not RMC relentless, but, you know, for a BNM Giga that stays low to the ground. Again, it's what Orion could have been and should have been. But Cedar Fair chose not to. Uh, if you get out the Carowinds, Fury, it's worth your time. Do it. That that park is worth... I said this with Fun Spot Atlanta, but that park is worth your time, worth the trip. Would do it if you can. Um, <laughs> Copperhead, surprisingly underrated. Everybody talks a lot of shit on that ride. I think it's really good. Um... Nothing groundbreaking, but 
definitely a good time. Uh, and then the next day, we woke up a touch later. Drove five hours over to Doswell, Virginia. Uh, so we can go to King's Dominion. King's Dominion was really unfortunate because Intimidator was closed. And <laughs> we were waiting. It was still waiting on a cable for the lift hill. And we were just praying and praying and praying that it would uh, be open, but unfortunately not. And then the week after we get back, it reopens because that's that's my luck. Um, got to ride Twisted Timbers, though. Uh, I'm going to have to say third favorite RMC. There's no bad RMC, but Twisted Timbers is... Mm, yeah, I'm going to have to say third. Because it's not better. It's better than Storm Chaser, but there's no way it's better than Area Force or Steel Vengeance. Yeah, I'll say third. Um, you got your clones and stuff. Flight of Fear. <coughs> God, the cough. Backlot. Um... Anaconda was a bad arrow. Why am I not surprised? Volcano didn't exist. Uh, Dominator, the Geauga Lake original. Pretty good floorless, better than Ruguru. Um, what else is, what else? Is, am I missing anything? I'm trying to think of what else. Grizzly was closed because they were still doing the retrack on that. I think that's everything, unless... Oh, yeah, Tumbili. Yeah, that was my first free spin. They're okay. They're nothing They're nothing life-changing. They're just okay. They kind of smash my nuts. <laughs> so that doesn't necessarily feel good, but, you know. Um, Kings of Minion need some work. They've got a lot to improve on, but they're getting there. So uh, still, still a nice park, though. The landscape... Okay, I will say the landscaping there was top notch best landscaping at a cedar fair park in my opinion hands down um international street there looked amazing and uh yeah good job landscaping team you guys need a pay raise uh parking lot needs fixed though jesus christ oh it was it was like driving on a gravel road dude it was so bad the amount of potholes in that thing Whew. and then our final day on the trip, Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. It's a beautiful park. Do I need to say that, though? No, because they've been voted that the best, most beautiful theme park, like, what, 20 years in a row now? And uh, they're not wrong. They are They are not wrong. We got a uh, Zen ride on Pantheon front row at night. That was, that was, that has to be the, one of my highlights of the trip. Um, I think Pantheon's a touch overhyped. It's good. I don't want to uh, downplay that. But uh, I, I think it got a bit too overhyped in my brain anyways. Um, Tempesto, it was it was a Skyrocket 2. I mean, as good as a Skyrocket 2 can get, I guess. The Everybody talks about the uh, comfort collars. I They don't bother me. So, but you know, to each their own. Apollo's Chariot. Um... That is my third favorite hyper, or at the time, that was my second favorite hyper until I rode Raging Bull uh, two weekends ago. But uh, th those B&M uh, pre-drop, not pre-drop, yeah, the pre-drops on B&M hypers, the older ones, those are great, dude, for ejector in the back. Goddamn. <laughs> um, 
the, the, the Alpengeist. Everybody talks about that being like one of the best uh, inverts. Not a fan. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it. It's too rough. It's too jerky. It's I feel like it's just not well profiled. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. I got a front row ride. I got a towards the back ride. Not a huge fan. Now, Griffin, on the other hand, has to be my favorite dive. Better than Val Raven. I can tell you that right now. Better view. It's got a splashdown. Just overall better ride. Um, I know Val Raven's got that inversion after its second drop, but eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> and that was that's really it. I would say the worst drives on the entire trip were between Carowinds and Virginia and Virginia and back to Ohio. Those two drives were awful. Not good whatsoever. The drive back from Virginia to Ohio was eight hours. We drove eight hours from... Okay, let me put this in perspective. We drove eight hours from Dayton to Atlanta, and then we drove eight hours from Doswell back to to Dayton so I don't know how that works but <laughs> I say I don't know how that works whenever I very clearly know how that works it's literally just distance and how the roads are um, but yeah we stopped by this place in Doswell before we left called Brewology definitely would recommend I'm not a huge coffee guy, but that is some of the best coffee I've ever had. My goodness. And they didn't charge too much for it either. It was like two bucks for and it was like a little local place, which I love exploring whenever I'm uh, whenever I'm traveling. So that is the four day roller coaster trip I took earlier this year. Got me a lot of new credits, a lot of new experiences, and I'm hoping to do another one next year. We're thinking. Uh, we're thinking northeast so like uh new england and i almost said geauga lake uh <laughs> so like new england and darien lake and uh, potentially canada so we'll see we will see all right news time drum roll please dragster has officially gotten track on site it is confirmed from Zamperla, and the track is going to be straight white, and uh, just like me, <laughs> um, and the supports are going to be gray. I was I was reading some people's comments online about that. I actually like what they're saying because the white would reflect any sort of lighting package they put onto that thing. So you could put a kick-ass lighting package on that, and that would look amazing so i'm excited to see that where that goes um and it's cool to, to see we have track on site we're getting official teasers from uh from cedar point and it's good to see we've got we've got a lot of accelerator news we talked a lot about accelerators last week and we're talking about them again uh i was proven wrong king de ka is uh testing at the moment has not reopened but i expected it to be way longer than what it actually was going to be so hopefully that will uh, be up and be up and going here within the next few weeks or so. Once the state of New Jersey gives it the all clear, hoping to get out there at some point in the near future. 
hopefully next year. I'm, I'm thinking next year just because this year is already kind of booked for me with California. Um, so we will, we will see. Da, 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 da. Where did that go? Accelerator at Knott's Berry Farm. Its status was updated from closed to to be determined, which isn't vague whatsoever. <laughs> it's not vague at all, guys. It's not. Don't worry about it. There's nothing. There's nothing vague about it. So we'll see where that goes because that's that ride has been in limbo for over a year now. If I'm not wrong, no, 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 no. short, just short of a year because we're coming up, we're coming up on July. Oh God, it's gonna be July. Hold on. Let me check my calendar. Hold on. Hold on. It's going to be the 30th when this gets uploaded and July 1st, the day after. This summer has gone by extremely fast so far, probably because I've been doing everything. Probably because I've been doing something every single weekend if I could enunciate better. So, Accelerator, um, please don't go away. I We need you. Please. And uh, Disneyland Hong Kong shows off concept art for a new Frozen area. You know, I'm I'm not going to get into the political side of things, but, uh, you know, they shut down the park because of COVID. Uh, it was kind of unneeded from everything that I've seen. So we'll see. They're still at 50% capacity there, um, which is really interesting because basically the entire United States and from what I'm aware, Canada and Mexico has reopened and uh, same with other countries as well. I feel like China is the only one that uh, is uh, still holding on to those restrictions. So concept art, I'm not a Disney person, but you know, I'm going to say the uh, true tagline of, uh, of being an enthusiast of seems like a great addition to the park. You know, it's uh it's it's frozen so not not really not really my thing i still have not seen the frozen movie i mean not that not that it really matters but you know i'll get to a disney park eventually it's just not my thing you know all right and we're kind of short on news for today that's really that's really all i got um we're in the middle of uh, the middle of the season, so we're not really getting any new news here of late. We'll keep you guys updated on King Ka and Dragster, obviously. See where things go from there. I'm hoping to have some guests on at some point in the future. I think that'd be a good time. Just have somebody else to talk to. See uh, how things go. So, all right. Well, we are all out of news which is unfortunate. So we will uh, hopefully have some more next week. And uh, until next time, it was good talking to you all. And uh, I hope that this episode was at least semi-interesting for you guys. And we will see you next time in the single writer line.